Star Wars 7x7, episode 394. Today it's our weekly update on The Force Awakens coming from the road. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and yes, we're coming to you from the road. We are broadcasting from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. We are a bit further south than our regular studio location, and yeah, it's because I'm on vacation. (laughs) But uh, of course, there's still a lot to talk about regarding The Force Awakens, and a couple of little tidbits about Rogue One as well. We certainly didn't want to leave you hanging, even though I'm on vacation, so we recorded this for you, and as always, or actually, I guess it's not as always, but as recently, (laughs) as in the last few months, this is a spoiler-free version, and if you go to the website at sw7x7.com, it will be spoiler-free there as well. However, the links that are on that website will lead you to where the rumors and spoilers are, and so if you are the nervy kind who just wants to know or wants to uh, dare and tempt yourself with the crazy stuff that you might learn about The Force Awakens or about Rogue One, then by all means, the avenue is there for you. Otherwise, I'm just going to give you a, a little taste, a little tease, a little temptation, <laughs> as it were, about what's been going on in Force Awakens world. One thing that um, jumped that was really kind of surprising this week was an interview with the uh, 2454 Abu Dhabi production company. In an interview for the Huffington Post, they mentioned that the Abu Dhabi location was for a specific planet, and it's not Jakku, (laughs) which was kind of surprising, and I'm not sure whether this is a misspoken thing or if something else is going on. So we have a different planet mentioned as part of Abu Dhabi, which is kind of interesting, so you'll have to go have a look at the link and check out which one they're talking about. Personally, I'm not sure if I believe what I'm reading per se, but... It's kind of interesting, and it's almost kind of making me happy if it is actually the case, so we'll see. Speaking of other planets, the folks over at Mint in Box may have a lead on the name of a new planet as well, published on a Star Wars Lego box, and it would be the planet that Maz Kanata and her pirates are on, if it is in fact accurate. So if you want to check out another planet name, then we've got that for you too. Moving from planets to characters, there have actually been a couple of different revelations coming out recently about characters in both The Force Awakens and Rogue One. One of them being Ken Leung's character in The Force Awakens. Uh, Ken Leung, of course, playing Miles on Lost, so a previous J.J. Abrams collaborator. And now we have a potential photo and bio of who his character is available for you if you so desire to learn. We also may have information on who Felicity Jones is playing, or rumored to be playing, in Rogue One. And speaking of Rogue One, isn't it nice, (laughs) now that Mission Impossible Rogue Nation has just come out as of Friday, I guess we're getting near the place where the ban will be lifted and we'll actually start hearing some official Rogue One news being announced. Of course, the friendly agreement that had been worked out between Paramount and Lucasfilm about not doing any Rogue One promotions so as to not interfere with the Mission Impossible Rogue Nation promotion for their film, which uh, by all accounts is excellent, good for them. 
And the other character name reveal is, and I can't pronounce the actor's real name, so it's going to be interesting to figure out what his Star Wars name is. Miltos Yerolemiu, uh, the sword dancer, the uh, the water dancer, I guess is what it was, in Game of Thrones, um, who had been brought into The Force Awakens. Uh, his character name has been revealed or is rumored to have been revealed now, and we have that linked for you to discover as well. Thank you for letting me uh, complete the character thing. I do want to swing back to Rogue One, though, because there has been another casting announcement, and apparently there have been a lot of casting things happening with Rogue One that I have not been quite paying attention to, although I thought a lot of these folks were still just rumored. But an actor named Jonathan Aris from the series Sherlock is slated to be in Rogue One, according to TheForce.net, joining Felicity Jones as well as Ben Mendelsohn, who was on again, off again, on again, off again, but apparently is on again, I guess, that it's happening. Forrest Whitaker, Diego Luna, Riz Ahmed, and another rumor, Sam Claflin. Claflin? Claflin? Apologies, Sam, if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, So hopefully we will actually get something more concrete about the cast now that we're out of the Rogue Nation window. And finally, on the creation side of things, there was an interview with Electronic Arts Chief Operating Officer Peter Moore, and he talked about how the days of inferior video game movie tie-ins are over, that now they're able to tell stories just as well, if not better, than movies themselves. And that, I would say, is a really exciting development. I guess they cited the Phantom Menace video game as being an example... (laughs) of inferior movie tie-ins and gosh you know what (laughs) stop beating up on the prequel trilogy all right it's just too darn easy let's just find another way to talk about this stuff shall we um and the other possibly truly exciting news is that there's a rumor running around that there are not one not two but three count them three different television series in development or being discussed for development at netflix uh, for the Star Wars universe because of the wild success of Marvel's Daredevil series and I guess how popular the Clone Wars is on there as well. They really seems to have something very, very awesome going on at Netflix with all of these binge-watching series and I guess Lucasfilm may be about to play in that sandbox even more. So that would be super exciting stuff too. All right, normally this is where we would be doing trivia with you and we've got sort of a trivia bit here for you, which is to say that Harrison Ford is not the only person who was injured in that on-set incident with the Millennium Falcon door while The Force Awakens was filming, so I'll give you three seconds to guess who else was injured in that incident. Three, two, one. Yes, if you haven't heard the news, it was J.J. Abrams himself. He broke his back. At least that's how he puts it in an interview with Jon Stewart, which is then, of course, reported later on Entertainment Weekly's website, He talks about how he was trying to lift the door off of Harrison Ford's leg and felt a pop in his back. And when he went to the doctor a couple of days later, the doctor said that he (laughs) he broke his uh, L4, his little spinal uh, column piece. So, good grief. These people are risking life and limb to bring us this movie. I'm so grateful that they are all okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you impersonate a deity, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not against your programming, it's Destiny Unleashed. This 
podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. No-cost gen ed provided by Strayer University affiliates of Field Learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEF.